What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Gems the Podcast. And I'm Jordan Dante. And I'm Mac. And we got a special guest in here today. And you read, thank you for coming through. We appreciate yeah, you. You're welcome. AKA A1 Fitness. A1 Fitness, man. You know what I'm hey, the best out there, not B2, A1. I'm trying to tell you, man, working out with her is crazy, but you're getting right. Yeah. I swear, I was like, 30 days in, I'm feeling real nice. Got me eating eggs and shit. I hate eggs. <laughs> I hate eggs so much. I don't even know. Like, I literally, if y'all see me eating these damn eggs every day, I'll be scarfing them bitches. But I got to. Got to. So who is A1 Fitness? Can you tell us your background? Tell us a little bit. Who Who is A1? Okay, well, um, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I didn't know you was born. Hold on. I didn't know you was born in Ohio. Ohio. You did not say that. That's what I'm trying to tell you in the car. <laughs> I just I thought you'd been meeting a whole bunch of people no, from Ohio. No, no, no. I didn't know you were Columbus, Ohio. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, okay. Raised in Africa, just about seven years old, then came out here. What part of Africa? Liberia. Okay. In Ghana. Okay. Um, came out here, uh, played sports my whole life. Played basketball, ran track, did cross country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you was every every season sport. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, consistently. Um, Tore my ACL four times playing ball. Um, let's see. Okay, we'll start from birth. Uh, <laughs> I was born with tuberculosis. Mm. It's an airborne disease uh, that is caught in just by coughing or breathing on someone. Mm. My mother got it in Africa, and my father, mother had to fly into Cleveland because the doctors could not cure her. So when I was born, uh, they told my father and my mother that I would not be able to stand, walk, or run because it would affect my lungs. Damn. And within a year and a half in Africa, I sat up by myself. I started walking. Starting everything, so that's a miracle from God. So God, man, that's God, God right there. That's all everything. God. Um, so yeah, they just defeated my purpose and stuff. So I beat all odds. Yes, sir. I'm a cross country runner, mm. basketball player, triathlete. Mm. Um, now a trainer. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what my got hurt. you. What got you into fitness? Like, what? Why fitness? Besides anything else? Okay. Um. Well, well, my, when I turned 21, my father gave us gave me a business of. Well, attached to his. It's a smaller one version. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, I was closing early. Always go to Compton 24 just to go help these ladies out. Because I was like, when I'm going, I want to help them. Mm-hmm. So then I saw like, okay, maybe I like to do this. And my sister was like, okay, if you're closing our business for money mm-hmm. to go just help people out, this is what you need to do. You need to switch your major mm-hmm. from business to kinesiology. And then my sister actually uh, was my first person. So after I got my certification through NASM, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. was the first person I tested my my skills on. Mm. So I got it from 265 to 172. Damn. And just, okay, she's like, well, no, this is what you need to do. Damn. So boom. And then after that, I'm actually hearing from my fourth ACL doctor. It said I had to stay mobility in my knees or I'll build arthritis by 25. Mm. So I just stayed into fitness and I just love to work out. Wow. So did you so did you start off in like a a corporate gym or did you just go straight like independent, like out the gate? Yeah. Independent. (laughs) Yeah, how was that? Way. How was that route for you? Like, cause you know, getting clients just like as you start out, it's not the easiest thing. Yeah. We all know. No, trainers. I was gonna say that too. So, like, what was your method like as to far as far as trying to uh, attain clients and get more new clients? New clients. Um, well, at that point, I was seeing myself just going to twenty four in an LA fitness <clears> and then just helping people out. And then at that point, it was just, hey, can you help me do this? Let's start training. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, and I knew I couldn't touch a body being without being certified. That's illegal. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you have your CPR card. So I had to get that down packed. And then I started training people at boot camps, mm. $10 boot camps. Um, I came from $10, $20 mm. boot camps. Like it just came along when I ran that for a very long time. Um, and then at that point, I was telling him in the car, I opened mm. up my own business, my own gym, sorry, at 23 called Sweatshop in Long Beach. Mm. Um, at that point, ran that a cycling class, uh, MMA class, full body fitness class. 
everything. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, so continuously from about 23, I knew that I wanted to be a trainer at that point. I switched my um, education over. Mm, that's so, crazy. So okay. for as a, as a trainer, like, can you tell people how important it is to start how you started with $10 boot camps mm. as opposed to starting out, you know, with a high ticket price out the gate. Yeah. I've like, noticed. like why is that so important to start small and then grow your way into what it is today? Okay. Well, for one, you can come with education, uh, but no one's going to trust you. Right. Mm. And nowadays I didn't have, I didn't have Instagram back then. So my knowledge was my, my Instagram was my mouthpiece. Mm. So how I spoke to them, how I described myself, like, Oh, she knows what she's doing. My body was my, my image. Like mm. what they believe me. Um, so I would say now, I mean, of course, if you're trying to raise your price on somebody or trying to give someone a higher price that you know that they're going to question you, mm -hmm. do not do it without an education because they're going to question you. Mm -hmm. gotcha. They're going to know right away, especially when you say, hey, do this movement and you don't say bicep, stop it. That's right. a gym. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's a gym already. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you can't say how many muscles are in bicep, right. two, tricep three, right. the person should walk away. Facts, because you're just going to hurt yourself. You won't go to a nail girl or eyelash girl without her being certified, but you're about to go put your facts. heart in this man's hand. So I got without a degree. He don't even know how many muscles in her body. And I always say, you know, education before compensation. Yes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you can, you just can't go into a, a new field without knowing, you know, the ins and outs or like just being educated on your on your topic or your field because, you know, as a trainer, you're putting someone's health in your hands. You right. know what I'm saying? So it was very important that you know what it is that you're talking about right. and what you're doing. Because, man, like any wrong movement could, could that could really hurt somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I commend you. Yeah, yeah, man. So I commend you for, you know, starting small like that, working your way up until to where you are now. So that's amazing. So I got a question for both of you guys. So where do you feel like... So kind of going back to the price structure, how you started at $10 boot camps, you know, build up your, your brand and build up your name. When do you feel like, is there a level or is there a certain level of education you feel like that you can uh, increase your price or like have the knowledge to know like, hey, I am an expert at this or does it just take like more uh, testimonials, like seeing people lose weight? This is for both of you guys because, you know, you're both trainers. Mm. So I'm curious. So like what what makes you increase your price? Do you see like... 10 people with results? Do you see, like, yourself taking this education course? You know how, like, when you go to college, as it having a degree, somebody's like, okay, cool, like, you have a degree, now you're getting in this pay range. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So what type of education or what gives you that kind of, like, that, that bell that's like, okay, now I need to raise my price or now I need to, you know, enhance this because I am more of an, an educator, I'm more of an expert now. Like, what gives you that, that benchmark? I think sometimes it's more so, yeah, it could be those things as far as I got a new cert. Um, I got more testimonials as mm -hmm. far as people, you know, they're they're getting results. But sometimes you might just say, yo, next month we're raising the price up to this just because. Like sometimes it just, sometimes you have to go along with, you know, I guess how you feel. Sometimes you can't cool. stay where you are forever. You know, I was at a certain rate for a certain amount of time and then... You know, someone just told me, like, Mac, raise your prices. Like, you're charging too low. You know mm. what I'm saying? And sometimes it's just, like, you just know sometimes it's time to raise your prices just off of how you feel. Got you. And I know I've kind of been pushing in both y'all's hands, but, like, how have you felt when you hit, like, a breaking point to where you want to, like, transition? So I was talking to you both about transition online. So, like, 
how do you feel like mm-hmm. when you hit that breaking point or like what is that breaking point for you guys to transition you know what i'm saying because i've been talking to y'all about that yeah, we and i think having- it's a yeah, me, I think that's huge, man. Yeah, we was having this conversation uh, in the sauna at 24. Because y'all looking um, at scaling the business. At the end of the day, I know you guys have passion. I know you love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're, like, building up <clears throat> your living, and then you're also scaling a business. So, like, when can you be like, okay, now it's time to, like, transition, you know? When do you feel like it's time for you to say, I mean, I know you love one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Like, we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. But, like, do you ever see yourself going to an online presence and kind of like keeping the one-on-ones at a minimum and kind of like having more time for yourself to do maybe other things you want to so, okay. branch off to. Listening to him, um, uh-huh. seeing how my energy is thrown Your out energy is yeah. It's there the all day. Reason why he got me on this niche. Because mm. I won't go with it. If God provided me 100% energy every day, oh, I wouldn't even acknowledge this conversation. <laughs> That's very true. I would literally train all my clients. I want to be the reason why I'm standing right there. Because you're not about to press play and say, oh, yo, A1 Fit shit didn't work. Mm-hmm. Oh no, because you didn't push the thirty seconds. Because I was right there, so I can't. Like I told you, I can't trust you to do my work properly. I want to be there, so I want a ten out of ten out of my score, right. my ten, my race. So I want to get out of that because, and he keeps saying because you're killing yourself, and I am. Um, like I said, wake up two thirty, going to nine o'clock at night with Facetime, diet plans, and one-on-ones, and driving to them in traffic. Right. I mean, it's, it's brutal. I've been doing it for twelve years, and <laughs> it literally, but it grows you. It grows you humbly and in a gratitude way where I see where my money came from, why God put me through all those paths and why my income came from 50 mm-hmm. to, like I said, 100 and so forth and so forth. And right. if you work at it and you, like I said, when you said the income, when would you think that? I didn't think that until when I saw people lose more weight. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you're really good. Like mm-hmm. it's working. Right. Like it's working. And then plus just my comedy and my time and just traffic. Like if I, like I told Black China, I trained her. She asked me, why don't you pay charge me 300 I said, ma'am, what you need, I could do with my eyes closed. Smaller waist, nice cut up thighs, whatever. Big baby, Larry Sanders, yeah. on my NBA class, oh yeah, run me whatever, so-and-so, because I got to go home and do homework for you. Right. I got to go write down your cone drills. I got to write down this. I got to write down, I got to make you faster. So I feel like how I increase my price for certain clients is because if I know you need more work out of me. Gotcha. Speaking of, of celebrity clients, <clears throat> right? So going into the fitness space... Did you have, like, was that your first thing? I want to train celebrities, or was it, I want to train just, just train people? people. Uh, people. So, 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 where did the celebrities come into that, into that play, into that mix? Okay, God <laughs> put that up in first. Thank you, Lord. Uh, it literally hit with him. And can was, you run down, like, some of the clients you've yeah, worked with? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you exactly how it worked. Okay, uh, I was at my client's house, Nini, Creative Hands. So I put her out there. She used to braid my hair every day. Mm-hmm. She's chilling with her, Reed. Uh, can you take me to my client's house? I'll give you gas money. Okay, I got you. Boom, I didn't know where we were going. We were about to put exit the exit in its game's house. As I'm laying there, she's tra- uh, she's doing Lolo's, uh, his assistant's hair. He walks in, he sees me, he sees my abs. You're a trainer, boom, be here Monday. That door opened. Damn, mm. quick. It's <laughs> all about who you know, there. bro. That's it. And I was just laying there. I went there for a drive, for use for gas. And that was the first <laughs> client, celebrity. that was the first celebrity client. Yes, uh-huh. I had Rampage Jackson, um, but I was just stretching him out. But then that's my first one. First mm-hmm. legit I was driving to. Right. Um, after that, he invited a woman over named Tanya, um, who does Kidding's, um, Ostia's wife. I'm sorry, Kidding's wife, which is Ostia's makeup. And I started training her. And I trained, so I trained both of them together one day. And then she called me afterwards, like, hey, I liked your training. Can you do it with me and her? Boom, Kidding came. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. Tanya. Okay, yeah. Shout out to Tanya. Yeah, Tanya. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to yeah, Tanya. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, after Kid Inc. Um, so when I was on tour, actually, for Game, I met Frenchie, which is Game's promoter in the like overseas. And he's also owns, um, he's actually under uh, Mike Tyson. Mm. So when I was rehabbing Frenchie out there, he put me in a 
a little bit of a, a loop, like, hey, I want you to be one of Mike Tyson's trainers, and boom, I became one of my Mike Tyson's trainers after just helping him out on tour, just Damn. training him. Um, <clears throat> okay, uh, coming down, Jordan Sparks, her husband. I was at 24 right here in North Hollywood. I would always give this man advice every mm -hmm. day. Then he's like, yo, let me follow you. Boom, after that, he was like, yo, I need you for my wife. I'm like, who's your wife? Jordan Sparks, be at my house. Boom, start right. training Jordan Sparks. Mm. Just give him knowledge every day. Right. Um, RJ the rapper uh, and his girl, Brittany, she just got the word of advice from one of her homegirls. Yo, she's a good trainer. Boom. It's, I literally, every person you see, I've never DM'd or asked for me to train them. God just gave them to me. Right. Wow. I promise you. I had not. not I was going to say. I asked for, hey, can I be your trainer? Right. Shit, that's Everyone's God. Like, and you is God. And just, here you go. Your so network. Is there anybody that you are looking to work with? Like, is there a certain person that you want to work with? Because, uh, you know, we all have a person that we would love to train. Me, I would love to train Hove. Yeah, I was going to ask you. That's me. That's me. I love to train Hove. I love to train Jeff Bezos or even Rihanna. You feel me? Just putting that out there, God, in case you hear me. For sure. Uh, <laughs> so, it's like, who would, you, who would you like to train as a celebrity okay. client? Well, I'm going to let you know, and I've been praying for seven years for Beyonce and Hove. Ooh. That's what I want. That's the only person I've been asking for. Everybody else, God, just give me. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Nas. Nice. And I want her, rest in peace, Nipsey. Um, but I want Mozzie. I love Mozzie. the way the man thinks. Mozzie. Smart. He's, you know, He's very I smart. I want to work with people and just self-driven people. Right. I just love it. I just want to be around the aura of Beyonce. If I, the way that woman works, the way she thinks, just imagine her team. Mm. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like just, right. Just seeing how people move and just not say like this, actually being God giving me, showing me like maybe that's this little sign that being around independent, strong women. I have a chef lady, Miss Jackson. Okay. Um, just very independent, strong women just show you how they, China, don't play with their money. Mm -hmm. Like they are just, yeah, just show no. you how to do it, how to be on point, just see self-driven women. So I just imagine Beyonce. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like what her her mindset is, how she want to get down, like how she want to train. So I just see her work ethic. That's one thing I was telling him. One thing in 12 years I can honestly say, I, I put my whole bank account in. The way they train is where they make money. Mm -hmm. Every person I know that told me stop playing with my time, my chef lady, mm -hmm. Uh, Melissa, shout out to her. She's dropped her, what, 60-some pounds. Don't even need me no more. Got her into two shows, pushed the cart around. Now she's a chef for, she, uh, um, what's his name? Oh, my God. The one, right, um, who's blind? Oh, my God. Stevie Wonder? Stevie Wonder, yes. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just heard blind. I'm, I'm like, Stevie Wonder. Yes, That's chef, all like, I know. She's, you know, she's moving in life. And just to see her driven, like, when I walked in the gym one day, and I was five minutes late, but I was literally just talking to someone. She goes, That's five minutes of my time. And you can tell from those type of people, yeah. Men, I, I didn't, I didn't train some people okay. like that, man. They don't play they about don't that play. shit, and man. And then, then you go to their life, and yeah. you see how they make bread. Like, oh, okay. right. Now you see why. Yeah, okay, it's literally, yeah. hand in hand. Right. And it's like some of the people that I see training that's halfway. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I see the halfway, but then I see the laziness. A couple of days, seven right. Days. So I'm like, your bread literally match up to your work ethic. What gotcha. was your like? What was going through your mind when you first got your first celebrity client, or uh, you worked with a celebrity? that you may have always wanted to work with or were, you know, admired? Like, what was going through your mind at that time? Um, I'm not uh, really starstruck like that. I just, I'm grateful just to be around them. Right. Learn from them also. Mm -hmm. Kidding, Brian. Um, he's very intelligent. So just being <clears> around <throat> people like that, just seeing their knowledge and how they product themselves. Jazzy. Um, phew, that girl, who wait till I trained her. It's always, she's always rapping. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just things that people do and you can see, like, talent. Mm -hmm. Like, when they were rap artists or anything like, like that, they would literally, no, they would literally, um, you could see the motion when they're working. Like, okay, like Kid Ink. He'd be like, okay, so we went from seven, 18 thing to, uh, songs on tour, then we started doing the sauna workout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. That sauna yeah, workout is no joke. Rap his 
his songs or hum it, yeah. whatever you have to do in the song. If I don't hear you, we got another set. Ooh. So I expand his lung capacity longer so he can do more songs on tour. Right. So Interesting. he's the only one running up and down. Right. So you got to do that. And then when I watched him, I said, oh, sir, we got to pick up our cardio. First week on <laughs> tour. I was like, I got you. Right. I didn't know you was doing this. Like, he's drenched. You know what I'm saying? Game was yeah. drenched. So I'm like, okay, we got to pick this up. So you actually are performing out here. Right. You know what I'm mm. saying? You're running. You're doing things consistently. So there's got to be where you have vocals and running. Like, Beyonce, that's what I'm saying. The way how she give you those vocals and yeah. she's dropping low and coming back up. I'm like, You know okay. what's crazy? Uh, Beyonce's trainer, um, she actually had her do that before. Really? Sing on the on the treadmill. Treadmill and run. Yeah, and run. So yeah. a lot of a lot of vocal coaches, I think, um, they they um interact with the trainers and they have them do like certain yeah. exercises that can, you right. know, be beneficial for them yeah. on, on stage. So that's dope, man. But um So do you have a favorite like type of person you guys like to train? Maybe like an athlete or a singer or an artist? Is there any like favorites? You know, because they have different like ways of training. you know training. You know, just kind of just like Folks you guys work hard, man. Yeah, that's it. I don't that's care mine. if you're a celebrity or I'm if you're a president. I don't yeah. care, man. Yeah. If you're gonna work hard, if you're gonna make the session easy for both of us, like let's do it, man. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then just being like a trainer, realizing how they get down. Like you know, they bad days, and then some days you come, they come down. Like oh yeah, she on a day, right? Or he on a day. Like we about to have fun. Like I switch up the whole workout sometimes from just knowing they're. That's another thing. It's like I'm a therapist too. When we come sit down, it's like, mm. I know you probably got a couple stories from clients. Hell yeah. Every time I sit down, okay, Reed, hold on, let me tell you about this today. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so this her mindset right now. Okay, I got to trace this whole workout. Right. So you can make it intense. Have you ever had a, a client that, like, they may have had a bad day and y'all just talked the whole session? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have, bro, Put I the cup down and so everything. Many times, bro, we just, we just, come sit, we just sit and just talk. talk the whole session. Talk. And like the hour just, it just, it just go by fast like that, bro. It's crazy. Like you really have to, you're really a therapist Therapist. when you're a trainer. Without knowing it, you're like a, you're like an unlicensed therapist as a trainer. Because you can't stop them from exposing their spawn things. And it's it's crazy. When people say take a dog for a walk or Mm -hmm. anything like that, I bet you they go into a thing. But I don't know what it is about training. They start to open up more. That's the one time, the one hour, especially if they're not with a significant other, Mm -hmm. really. Interesting. I've seen couples with a couple. Uh-huh. And when without, and I'm like, oh, okay. This so is way different, it's, yeah, huh? Yeah, it's how you act. Like, it's how you can bench press, you know what I'm saying? Or was she distracting you? Or he was distracting you? Like, it's just different things I see, just people working together and we're not working together. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a lot of things you analyze, you know, being, and especially if you love it, like you said. Right. Like the first thing, like I said, I know is when I know I love it is when I compare their work ethic to how they make money. Facts. Yeah, that's, that's that very interesting. It's a T. Hmm. <laughs> can you talk about life as a trainer? Because, you know, I think sometimes people don't realize just as an entrepreneur, period, how stressful this, you know, this this field that we in can be in. You know what I'm saying? So can you talk about like some type of, you know, maybe um adversity you might have had to go through or things like that that kind of like made you question if this was really for you? Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Uh, my payment from game was a post. Okay, and driving <laughs> was for free. So I had to drive from Downey's. Lakewood Boulevard to Bahullin every day. Damn. Seven Damn. days a week. And That's a good hour. So when people say you have to lose money, make money, that was my cost. Mm. So I had to do that, but it was fine. Like a post but I got, I build uh, friendship. I believe, I mean, I build uh, companionship towards my clients. Like I said, right now, after you game, I know you will shake my hand. How you doing, Reek? Right. Like every one of my clients, Caitlyn Jenner and Sophia, drove there seven days a week for two years. <laughs> I know when I see them, I'm going to get a handshake because just this, the commitment you give to people, it's not like, you see the commitment as a trainer. They see the commitment. 
Right. When right. they see you, oh, what's up? What'd you eat today? Right. How come I didn't get my time? What'd you eat today? Yep. Ask them. I text you. They text today? me all the time. <laughs> what'd you eat today? If I don't text my clients, I'm like, you're not going to think I'm accountable to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to take me serious. So then don't waste. They're going to think, you don't waste my time. But I don't want you to let no, no, don't waste my time. Right. right. Okay. Because I could really put someone else in this slot that really want this work. Right. Who needs this health. Who needs uh, not a six pack, but who needs to drop 100 pounds because they're going to have diabetic uh, issues or anything like that. I want to work with people who really need me. Right. That's I, mean, I really my, my goal is to work for free for autistic children. Wow. So, so like what made you do that because other people they, you know, somebody uh somebody might have said, you know, uh yeah, you know, I'll I'll shout you out on my Instagram whatever, but I can't pay you. You know, the average person might have been like, "Hell no, I ain't doing that." Like, or, no, we going you going to pay me or right. we not going to do this. <laughs> so like what made you say all right, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that payment as a shout out. You know well, what I'm saying? I mean, and, for one, I, like I said, I, I think that was a blessing from God because for me, to even, I shouldn't even been there. Right. She could have took an Uber. She could have anything. So I just took that as an opportunity. Plus, I really want to change his life. Like right. I really want. I don't care who you are. If you're the president, like I said, anybody. I'm not around you just because. Oh, it's game. Mm-hmm. Right. You're kidding. No, ask all of them. I would leave right after my training. I ain't trying to kick it with you. I got other clients to go. Like I really just came here to change your life. Right. So when I knew that, and I saw he really wanted to train. I was like, okay, come on, let's go. Let's really train. Um. But when I drove every day, I just knew that, like I said, I sp- exp- expressed that to my father. And he's a very highly strong businessman. He told me straight up, you have to lose money to win money. Mm, and very true. You're going to lose. And like, a lot and of people. It's, it's crazy because I did, I just, for well, a year and a half, two years drive, a lot of gas, a lot of mileages on my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he built on my car. I did 73000 I ran. Um, but it was worth it because it's like I said, in back, God's back door, I was blessed with Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. I was blessed with Tanya. Then comes kidding. It's like this door was just like, I was like, here you go. Here's a lob. Every right. time. Just knowing that you did work. You did keep your head down. You did keep, stay humble. He, mm-hmm. get, I mean, he ain't training me. He ain't paying me a mess. That, no, I came here seven days a week. I, I think. Me, I didn't get here with you was paying me. I just went to work. One, I think you got excellent networking skills, by the way. Amazing, <laughs> amazing the networking way. skills. Amazing. And just like I you think, said, it's just falling in your hands. <clears throat> yeah, I think that um, a lot of people don't see the bigger picture with things. Mm-hmm. You know, they only see like. Tomorrow or right. next so like week. you said, a normal person would say, "Then boom, I wouldn't, then I wouldn't have been on tour. Right, I went on his birthday. I went with the networking I got, the people right. I met around him, the gentleman I met around him, Bird mm-hmm. at the gym, twenty four hour fitness. You know what I'm saying? His brother stuff like that. Like now, the networks I have now just push me further because I was loyal to them on tour. Right, I trained them. Right, so it's like God worked his way somehow, some way. I was still reaching souls and spirits while I was out there. You see, everybody wants everything up front. Like Man. sometimes that back end, that's the word. That's, that's where that's the, the bread word right there. That's, that's where the back end. And a lot of people don't see that back end because they only looking at what's in front of them right now. Like, oh, I need this. I need this check right now. That's that social Rather media than life. You can get boy. a bigger check. Okay, so let me I'm on the back end. You feel me? I'm gonna give you a little story right now on the back end part. So I told you the story about China. I'm gonna keep it with this. Yeah. Why, why not read 300, 350? And I told her that, and I kept it worth it. And I said plus. Why would I take money from you? That's extra money in our culture. You don't take money from people's mouth, food, mm-hmm. especially. So if that's extra money, you can go to Dreaming King. Why would I take more money from you? I know you got it. Mm-hmm. I know you got a normal person like you mm-hmm. yourself now. Yeah. Give me my money. Right. right. 300, easy. She got easy. it. No. No, I'm going to take 150, man, because this is what you're doing. You want to do a climb. You only go 45 minutes. And we talked for 15. Right. So it's really a 30 minute workout. So I'm not going to take your bread. Just give you my time and my effort. But by doing that, she literally saw my heart. Every time when after she didn't train, she had a, like a photo shoot. No, you get paid. I was like, no, ma'am, it's okay. I didn't train you. Like I would not, even though I drove to her, mm-hmm. I still want to take the money. She, she saw that. And on the back end, eight years later, what she blessing me right now. Still it's there. like I'm on her back pocket, riding with her every day because she saw what I did for her. And right. then again, 
Jordan Sparks. Everybody saw, oh, you ain't got the payment? That's okay. I'm not like, oh, I'm not about to train you. I, all my clients this. One thing I will not do is never go back on progress because of payment. Mm. I learned that. Say that never again, go man. back on progress, progress because of payment. Hey, that's that's a that's gym, a gym right, right there. there. That's, hey, gym right there, that's the gym of the motherfucking podcast. I, people are so scared. We ain't gonna pay, but no, we just dropped this ten. Come, let's go. I ain't about to let you discourage because money. Right. Let me next week. Let me next month. Let me know when you could pay me. Pay me in payments. Let's just not stop. Right. Because you came in for a reason. They say, let's get your lashes done. Let's get your nails done. We came in for help to change your life to for the better. For you to get more years for your child, especially if they're a mother or father. Oh no, we coming back. I don't care about payment. I know he had uniforms and school supplies to pay for it. Don't worry. Give me next week, man. And I would never do that. And then another thing I don't do, if I mean, if you cancel on me a lot, I know you're playing with my time. Okay, I might win this. But if it's like people, hey, we, I woke up late or man, I slept yesterday, I, my lower back, I would never take payment. Right. One thing I don't do, if you already pay me a session ahead and we already booked it, you give me at least a day before, an hour before, I'm never going to take payment. I don't believe, I don't want someone to do that to me. Yeah. I wouldn't do that to them. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But now if you're playing with my time, you keep doing it, I kill, go to your snap. Yeah. And you partying. I'm like, okay, no, yeah, all right, yeah. We've been, 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 been there before, man. We've been there before, bro. Okay, but no, otherwise, no. Crazy. Yeah. So, so hearing both of y'all just kind of talk about you know, your experience, kind of what drove you to, you know, your celebrity clients, mm-hmm. drove you to your network. Social media is such a, as you say, it's a highlight tape. Yeah. So you have a lot of Instagram trainers, then you have real trainers because y'all actually you know care about trainers it. Trainers became in quarantine. Uh, that's what I. That's why I'm like curious. I'm, I'm curious. To, I'm curious in to hear y'all's. I want to hear y'all's oh, take on IG trainers versus real trainers Can because I go, first, go ahead bro go ahead go ahead tell talk to the people where's my man. camera at? Where, where's, where's talk my, to them right here man where's my camera right here talk to them man listen, about these ig trainers bro listen because people have been following a, workouts i don't have a problem with mm-hmm. people who have you know surgeries right and then they become trainers right i don't have a problem with that my thing is this don't lie to the people and act like this it. is from you working hard and you Facts. know putting in the work. Facts. Like don't deceive the people. Just be upfront with it, right? And if you're going to go into the fitness space, mm-hmm. please respect it. Meaning, when you get into this space, know what the fuck you're talking about. Man. Please do your research. Please educate yourself because if you have a pl- if you have a platform, people are going to be looking at you and listening to you. So things that you say, they're going to be taking that into account and applying that to their lives. So, like, I don't have a problem with people, you know, wanting to get into the fitness industry. Just know what you're talking about. And two, please just be upfront with people mm-hmm. because they're looking at you and they're mm-hmm. following you for a reason. Exactly. That's all I got to say about it. But, man, do you. Listen, I'm not a hater. Get your money. I don't knock nobody hustle. Just please, like... Just, just, just keep it a hundred. That's it. But the That's zero to sixty days, zero to sixty days to get a waist like this or get a tummy like this. How you feel? And hey, yeah, like feel I mean, this, I'm just man. curious. Cause cause I could go on all day about this type of shit. No, yeah. You know what I'm uh, saying? I just, I don't, I don't believe in like people trying to. Like I said, we're not doing lashes. We're not doing hair. You still need. I need to. A girl will walk up to you like, "Where's your certificate at?" Mm-hmm. Like this person got their hand in, like their your heart in their hand. Facts. Um. So when I separated myself, I knew one day when I was in the sauna. I heard no offense to Herbalife, but I heard a Herbalife coach say yada, 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 and then just couldn't describe. And she was like, well, you know, how many muscles are in the arm? And he could at least describe biceps two, triceps three. Mm-hmm. That right there just let me know my separation. Like, you should not be touching this woman's soul like life if you don't even know what a bicep is, where it's at. She didn't, he didn't, couldn't even point at it. 
So you make someone like me, someone I'm around you, I'm going to separate the cream from the crop. Right. You literally about to see, like, she going to be like, oh, shit. She knows her shit compared to you. Mm-hmm. And it's an easy movement because a lot of trainers be like, all right, go ahead and do these. You can't even tell your clients to the bicep. What is it doing? Yeah. What is it doing? You know what I'm hey, Why nah, are we doing video, this? What's video. the purpose? Why is it purpose? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be a purpose for you training. Train. Stop just going to the gym and just mm-hmm. telling people, hey, do this, do that. Why are we doing... What is the purpose of us right. doing this? What Find is? What, what, what are we accomplishing? Mm-hmm. What are we accomplishing? You know right. what I'm saying? You, like, have a plan. Have a purpose. Like... Like the the, I hear the, passion. the buffoonery, it has to stop. Bro, <laughs> I, no, hear the bro, because, because, I hear like, the passion. Our industry is, is has become a mockery. Mm. And it's become um to a certain point where anybody just feels like they can just jump into this thing and just train mm-hmm. and not have the proper knowledge or or education or or, or credentials right. to back it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's making us look bad because we actually spent Money, thousands of dollars. Time, education. Time, you know what I'm saying? Trying mm-hmm. to self-educate ourselves, uh, self-improvement, you know what I'm saying? Just get to a certain point where we can charge how, how much we charge, you feel me? Right. And then here comes somebody just off the street say, hey, I'm a trainer now, guys. And, you know, he's just or she's just giving out false information, making all of us look bad. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good look. You feel me? It's not a good look. I can definitely feel that, man. I don't want nobody shitting on my industry either, especially because you guys work so hard to get here. Again, yeah. your passion is like you do so much research on on if somebody has a dietary restriction or yeah. somebody has whatever, if they don't eat this and whatnot. So just seeing all that hard work and then you have people mocking it, of course. I would. Yeah, I mean, well, for one, if a client, if a trainer don't put you on a diet plan and wants to train you, then you wasting your time. Because if you don't even at least tell you what to eat, or at least guide you the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's ninety percent of it. Ten percent mm-hmm. is really now now showing statistically saying ninety percent is ninety percent diet. I believe that. You if you have a gym. trainer, if you have a trainer that just trains you and just say, "Hey, see you next week," get yeah. you a new trainer, man. Get you a new trainer. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. Get you someone that actually cares mm-hmm. and shows that they care because that's going to be the person that's going to get you get you the results that you yes. want because you can't just. Get the results not knowing what to eat. You just training every day. Okay, okay, cool. Facts. But you can't out train a bad diet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're eating still like shit, but you're training every day, you're not gonna get no results out like that. It's just you're gonna get you know that fat, that fat muscle. Yeah. It is what it is, bro. Well, I was gonna transition in. Can you please explain to the people how important diet is? Cause I'm still learning it on how important diet is. Like you said 90% to 10%. But can you please explain to the people how important diet is? Diet is very important. Um, <laughs> unless you're going to have really good <clears throat> genetics. Your mom is Serena Williams. Your daddy's LeBron James. Okay. Then like, so for according to anatomy, mm-hmm. they're saying that people like that they will go to the gym. You got those homeboys that can eat cheeseburgers in front of your face and go to the gym three times a week. Mm-hmm. That's their mama and daddy. I'm curious. Yeah, That's I was always curious right about there. that. Some people can just go and just boom. Now, if you have good, you have, don't have good genetics. Okay, it's fifty percent what mom and dad gave you, fifty percent what you put out after birth. Interesting. So you can change the gene pool, you can change the bloodline by switching what you do. So, like for instance, my mother wasn't an athlete, my father was. Boom. But not, we don't have athletics in our family. But I'm changing by lifting. Gotcha. Okay, especially for Indian women, mm. they don't know what the squat is. Mm. Okay, so I'm just trying to change that type of bloodline for that. But yes, it is is what you put out um, genetically. Um, but a lot of girls, like I said, get discouraged on what she's eating, this and this and that. It's not, okay, ladies, I'm going to say this out loud. Mm. Please. Talk to if me. you see her waist getting smaller but her butt getting bigger and she's eating salads, it is a job done from a doctor. <laughs> Please do not get discouraged. There's no way the fat cells are going to target one part of the area. If that's the case, 
then God came down and blessed that woman with his own blessed hands. Because you cannot take fat from one part of the area of the body. That's why I hate when clients come to me. Not hate, but like, okay, we, I want to take you this, take this off, keep this booty, and keep the titties. I'm like, okay, I'm not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't what do you think we are? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I can't take body fat from one <laughs> area. That is not possible. God did not make it that way. You got to reduce everywhere. It's Interesting. Yeah, everywhere. You cannot target spot. Target spot. You know what I'm saying? So you have There's to no lose way. overall body fat in order to lose, you know what I'm saying, certain areas certain of your body. Areas. So. Yeah. So um, you, I think people forget that a lot, yeah. or they just don't know. Do you guys think, like, the way the fitness industry is going, do you feel like the mockery is going to stop soon and it's going to weed it out, kind of like a, not comparing it to, like, a stock or, like, a crypto where they're kind of weeding people out, you know, that don't know what they're doing, they're hyping in the hype. But that's going to show for the song. Like, I yeah. said, the, the, the sep- like, the separation of the cream from the crowd, like, right there in that sauna, she mm-hmm. just knew, just for my lingo. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? We're going gonna to separate ourselves already from the oil, from the water. So how do you separate yourself to the public? Because there's so much redundancy. There's so many workout videos. There's so many people putting out diet plans. How can you guys make yourself stick out is what I'm curious on. I think having a niche. Having your own niche is what separates you from just anything, period. So meaning like working on lean body fat? Yeah, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. As long as you have a niche... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As long as you have something that stands out from from what everybody else has, mm-hmm. that's gonna get you all eyes on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you and then you dominate that niche. Like now that you created your own lane, now there's no traffic in that lane. Right. You know what I'm saying? Kind of now, now, yeah, you. yeah. Now, now you can be that person or that that girl, that dude in your lane and blow up in that lane. Nice. So. Well, I can definitely say I appreciate both of you guys for being a real yeah. trainer. Yeah. And I definitely y'all both giving me gems. Yeah. Y'all both helped me on my diet plan, helped me get right. So by the time there, I turn was thirty, there anybody, so sorry about that. Brother. No, you're good. Uh, was there anybody that you um, looked up to in the fitness industry that you admired at all? Uh, one thing I noticed, I didn't want to follow nobody's trend. I just did me. I didn't look at only person I lifted weight was C.T. Fletcher. Mm. I just love the way he's changing. He's a very big bodybuilder, uh, very known. OG. Um, yeah, we used to work out at my gym, sweatshop. Gotcha. Time. He came a rock. Um, all the time. He's just a straight OG. He's really good, but he's the only one I admire just his work ethic. But I never looked at anybody for like, oh, this is what you gotta do for be a trainer. No, I just did me. I trained the way I want to train. I told you how I want. I talked to how I want to talk. And like I said, just like you said, a niche. I'm trying to figure out what my niche is. Like I think my, I don't know. What is my gimmick? Like a lot of people. You already know, ab specialist. Ab specialist, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. You focus on the abs. Yeah, I focus more on the abs and stuff like that. Um, I do know the body very well. Like I said, education separates me so much. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I see it with other trainers. I see it where how you can't do certain movements or you don't know anything, or she tears her ankle or uh, has a, um, a torn ankle. Sorry, or a pregnant woman or post-op woman. Mm-hmm. Like. I have varieties. I have 600-pound people, 500-pound people, 300-pound people. Really? Like I've got guys throwing me tests everywhere. So it's just, I think when it tests your skills, it's like like I said, let's say Miss Jackson Reed, I rolled my ankle yesterday doing photo shoot. All right, cool. It's still Tuesday. We still got to train. Now I got to do upper body, but I'm going to still rehab at the same time. So I want to make sure with my training, I provide a well-rounded wellness. So not only am I going to get your upper body right, but if you do twist your ankle, don't worry. You got to go to rehab. Mm-hmm. Just come to me. I got you. I'm going to rehab at the same time and build at the same time. So I want to make sure... That you're like a well, I mean, so I'm a well-rounded trainer um, to cover that aspect of trying to figure out the client-wise. How does somebody get started in their fitness journey? They came to you to, to be a trainer or to become just, to, just a workout to get just to get in shape. 
Um, well, how do they start with me? Yeah, so let's say somebody wanted to come to you. Hey, Reed, like, I need, I want to start my fitness journey. How do I get started? Well, I'm, for one, I'm going to put you on a diet plan. And I'm going to see that structurally for about two weeks. If you don't even send me a picture, and all my clients, yep. send me a picture. <laughs> I'll pull up this phone right now. Here it comes. Just literally, I hear this ding, ding all day. If you don't send me your food, I'll give you an extra step. Because, you not like I said, don't waste my time. I'm not going to waste your time. Okay, one thing I can say in 12 years, me playing with people. Like, and I realized I know how serious I was. I know when I wasn't getting results, I was getting mad at them. Like, what's up, man? Stop eating these fries. I'm getting more mad for you. Yeah. I want the you the one paying me. I'm the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to pay me. You wasting your time. Like I'm trying to get you trying to give you results. So I realized when I started asking God, please start sending me more serious people. I want, I want to be like a factory. I just want to turn bodies. Just here you go, boom. Like the, my chef lady. <laughs> Kidding. Bam, bam, bam. I just got loyalty clients because I just love where I train. But my goal is to get you in and out in six months. Call me if you need me. But I want to make sure I change your whole body. Six to one way. Well, actually six months to one month, one year. So if I could do that. I know that any also that at the same time, your money start expanding. Max. Like I'm not joking with you. Every person I've dropped already 50, 60 pounds, attitude, energy, money, lifestyle, family style changed. Mm. Like losing weight is not just, oh, I'm gonna look good for Vegas. It literally changed your internal spirit to me. I've seen people go from depression to what's up, what's going on to stand today? Mm. Wow. Okay. Just by losing weight, it just it builds a self-confidence in people. It's so crazy. Like my sister, woman wore sweats every day. We have Indian clothing. Our clothing has, has a cloth with a string, so mm -hmm. you would never know you're adjusted for your waist size. Mm -hmm. You just keep adjusting to the shoelace. So one day I put a shoe, I put pants on for her. When she, when I dropped those pounds, the weight, she was walking with her bathing suit on, and I just saw her face light up. Just like the confidence you had. Not just it was after every woman, every woman I dropped weight. It just the what you can't tell me nothing. It was just a, just not that wasn't my result. Like happiness to see them do lose weight. It was in their attitude changing, right. how their money's changing, right. how they want to do more. Now I got a person. I, her name was uh, Lisa. I would, to this day, I'm about to go to her grand opening. Went from a dental assistant to I got her to running cross country. Quit her dental assistant for 15 years, and now she's a full time trainer. Mm. All because of me. She told me every day she wants to come speak at her new gym. Opening a new gym. Opening. Congratulations. Interesting. Like, what? Changing lives. What type of advice can you give um, someone who's trying to, to, to become a trainer? Like, what can you tell that person um, getting started, um, whether it be they're just now getting certified, whether they're, you know, just putting together. Like, what's together. a gym? Like, how do you, like, what advice can you give that person that wants to break into the fitness industry? Be patient. Be patient. Because if you don't, if you really love what you do and they're not being serious with you, you're going to get discouraged. Remember, you're still a human being at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So if you don't see their results, you're like, man, you're probably not going to show no much, so much energy towards them. But every time, they're going to have a slip-up day, so you still got to come with that 100% energy. Disneyland. Mm. So there's some days you walk in there, man, we ain't enough sleep. Cool, okay, fine. But I still I still got to be the, the structure. I can't be like, oh, man, I had a bad day too. Mm -hmm. I would say you have to come like this. Like every one of my clients, I got to come Disneyland. I can yep. never show what's on my sleeves. So I would say if you, the biggest thing you could do is make sure you stay on point at all times. Do not show your emotions because once they see you tired or weak, they're not working hard. I've been there. Yeah. I've been through that. Through gyms. That's that's a gym right there for sure. Because there's definitely been some times I come to the gym. Because you're still human at the end of the day. You can, that's crazy. A lot of trainers like, oh, you know, cool, I'm, I can do this. But not knowing on Thursday, your mama can call you, start cussing you out. Or whatever, or your father, or whatever. just Or your girlfriend, whatever it is. You're not knowing that you got to go stand in front of these eight people now with that in your mind. Mm -hmm. So to separate yourself and your business and your money, you better separate your life. Because mm -hmm. your client is going to know you 
Like my clients know something when I'm a bad day. Right. They do. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, guys. Boom. Because you can't think about it. They coming to you for motivation and energy. How are you going to come with negative? Facts. Right. Facts. Say that again. That's why, that's why I've been. I got to come with Disneyland. Like, when I wake up somewhere, you're like, are you okay today? I'm like, man, I'm not going to lie. I'm tired. But that's because yeah. I'm tired. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you can actually just see that office because they're bouncing off of your energy. Facts. They need your energy to get through this whole work. Because if you don't give it to them, they leave it. They don't want to be here that's anyway. True. That's very true. They don't want to be here anyway. Every trainer says that same exact thing. Yeah. That's what? really doing well. Like, they're going to feed off your energy, bro. Mm-hmm. So if you come into the gym or a workout and you, like, kind of just in a low mood or whatever the case is, they're going to pick up on that. Yo, Facts. So I'm going to give you an example. I just broke up with my ex after 20 years. When my arguments happen between them and I walk up to Kid Ink or Austin, they've been on seven, she's like, what's up? Something happened? They know. <laughs> they know because they know your energy. in the back of my mind. Especially, especially if, you know, if I care for you, like, okay, we're ex something like that. But family probably think they just know you. And especially if you have more than two years, mm. oh, they know you. Mm-hmm. So that's not like you're not low key you messing with them because they what if they came with good energy, and you have a bad day, right? You know, and then now you like they're waiting for you like okay what's next? They waiting for the okay boom good job come on, and you're not doing that, she's not about to get a good workout. Right. She just wasted her money, and you're about to lose a client now. Right. That's what's about to happen. So you cannot have a slip up day. I was like I only I only advice I can say, and you are, but you better just break it down to those clients that day. Like hey I'm not coming in today, because this is not the occupation. You're not Coca Cola um, CEO sitting behind a desk. Chilling. No, they see your face. They see your affection. They see your spirit. They see your eyes. Everything. Facts. Everything. There be days, bro, where I'm just not there. Man. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay to have a personal day sometimes. Some like, days it's okay to just yeah. be like, yo, like today I'm taking today off, y'all. Right. Like, gotcha. you know, I'm going to give it to you tomorrow. Gotcha. Yeah. Because you can't. I'm, if I can't give you all of me, then I'm not going to give you it. any of me. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I have to give you every single last ounce of energy inside of me otherwise i feel like i'm cheating you i'm cheating i feel like you. i'm cheating myself yeah. i feel like i'm cheating the game you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i can't i can't just give you half ass effort and expect you to you know what i'm saying like get the results get the results yeah. and feed off my energy it doesn't work like that so sometimes it's okay man take that day off take that day off y'all really are therapists like i'm man. literally listening to you guys like i mean don't get me wrong i understood that being a trainer was obviously consists more of diet plans and workouts right, right. but you're damn near really therapist yeah, to really helping people out yeah, getting their mentals right and at the end of the day yeah, you know like, it's all you about your see, mind uh, i don't know the gentleman's name but kevin Hart's trainer like oh, do you see when you when there when you when you got the one-on-one like i went with china last year for two months straight back to i was living with her mm-hmm. that was way more intellectual stuff that was way more personal stuff. That like you learn your client. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ins and out. Because you're already watching what they eat. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch when you go to bed. I gotta watch when you go take a shit. So I know <laughs> you. I know you like the back of my hand. So it's like mm. when you get that close to the client, that's true. Like they just know you, and that is I. I can only say that you can be on a bad day. You can have a you can have a messed up workout, but good energy. That's mm-hmm. fine. But once you have that bad energy day. They're going to realize it. They're going to pin it out so much on you because you're already coming with life every day. Mm-hmm. So if you don't come with life and like, okay, what's up? No, no, no. Or your usual attitude between sets. And don't let her have a bad day. It's a wrap. She going home. Oh, yeah, bet. Man. This is, you know, how about we both just go home? How about we just go uh, <laughs> go take a shot? <laughs> right. Call it a day. Like, you know, they, she going to know and you going to know. Got you. So at that point, just don't waste each other. Because at that point also, I noticed also some of my clients, one thing I distinguished, um, when they're having a bad day, I call the workout. Like I'll throw a towel in and a ring. I just there's no point. Your brain's not here, mm-hmm. so we're gonna get injured. We're gonna get injured. So let's just go chill. Let's right. go chill. The first two sets when I see someone just in it or you grabbing your phone, Bradley. <laughs> okay, I'm like, let's just stop. Let's just stop because that person's already in your head. 
Right. So these 20 reps is about to be just la 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 la. Okay. Right. We're not concentrating. Right. And that's very true what you said the other day. Like, please be in the moment of that one hour. I try to do that. Yeah. And I learned that, and I'll talk about my ex, that when I argue with my moment, I would literally stop my third set. Like, I can't do this now. Because he just said this, wham. Yeah. That's why I try to ask my clients. So now I know that you do not grab your phone. No. Because yeah, if you grab that phone and someone says something to you, I'm going to lose you. Right. No, that's it. a fact. I've seen that it. is a fact. I've seen the attitude mm. go from then a text. Right, what we got next? Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, what happened? Oh, energy. Yeah. Oh, put the energy. phone up. <laughs> put the phone up, please. Yeah. Put the phone up. Because I got a good little warm-up set right here. Right. Like, you know, I get so excited. But then when I see them on, and then they get that text, I'm like, oh. Let's put them I think my new rule is going to be just put your phone down, man. So yeah. let me get that one out of you. Yeah. That full energy. Because one thing about muscles, you have to concentrate. And the only muscle in the human body that you focus on to get, to get is abs. So you can think about target by doing biceps. Squats. In the studio, that's fine. But to get abs, you have to focus on it. So when he sure. he's chilling, he grabbing his phone. I'm like, man, just get up. You know, we you wasting your time on bicycles. Like, right. just get up because abs is the only one you have to actually focus on to mm. get them. They're so small. Yeah, I remember you told me you remember that. that. So that's the only thing. So when I tell people and see on the land the ground, they chilling. I'm like, oh man, all right, let's just get up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go chill. Let's go get some breakfast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're just wasting your time. Interesting. You know, that's that's your one hour to yourself of your provided energy that you give for your self worth. Mm-hmm. That you want to sit there and grow. If you want a chest, if you want a back, or anything, you will sit there and not let someone bother when you're drawing. We're in the studio, or leave me alone when these 49ers are on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then let this get this one hour on your health. Then right. you so focused on this NFL game who don't even know you, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would divide your one hour, two hours, but you won't give one hour to your heart or your health. Right. That's when I, I mean, no, because like I would look at some clients, they wouldn't touch their phone, do a whole football game. I'm like, but you on the phone with me all the time. Like I'll go right. to a horse party and I'll see them. Like, oh no. So you're not even touching your phone right now. But with me, you touch your phone. No, no. So you your pride is wrong. Right. <laughs> you won't touch your phone with them, but you, no, stop it. So, right. Yeah, Talk about that priorities because we've all had clients where, you know, you may say your price, right? Whatever that is. And then they might say, oh, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes it could be, it could even be somebody from a higher socioeconomic, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. standpoint. But you see their Instagram they got the bags, they got the jewelry, they got the mm-hmm. cars, but then your price is, is too much. So like, how do you deal with that? Like how, as a trainer, how do you deal with that? Because for me, it's frustrating. You know okay. what I'm saying? Cause I know, I know your lifestyle. Right. You, you feel me? <laughs> so like, to me, it's a slap in my face. It, it kind of just shows me where your priorities right. are. So like, talk about that. Like, I got you. Um, I'm laughing because I have a, quite a few clients that I had that in the past. Couldn't pay me, but then I'll see you at a club or at a bar buying shots. Or bottles of shots. You know? And I'm like, okay, so That's the down. your balance is about 300 right now. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. We, we got Monday on. It's a Saturday already. We're supposed to be on Monday at 8 o'clock. So it's going to run another one. Okay? So if that's the case, where is your, like I said, priority? But then I see them buying the Gucci purse, the Gucci bags. So at this point, once I see that, and you're at a high death of debt, I'm going to have that conversation with you. And every one of my clients, they respect me for I'm like, look, man, stop playing me. Mm-hmm. We just, I, you, I just went shopping with you, and you owe me money. Like, <laughs> you know how that was, that could be a throw in the face too. Like, yeah, I had no, that before. Right. We walk into the mall, you run yourself a full bag, and knowing you got the balance with me, and I'm standing right next to you. Yes. And that right there, that's how I started laughing because I've seen the priorities set. I'm like, and you know, I'm not going to be an asshole, but then you're just going to get that text like, run me my money, yeah, or yeah, don't yeah. show up on Monday. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because now I know how you took that time to go get in the car, waste the gas, get the bag. You can do that for me. Right. You know what I'm like so now when I see that I, I don't try to bend my back for certain people, but there are there's some now like moms. 
read this and that. And I then then thank God for Instagram. It shows your life mm-hmm. as it tells on you. You ain't got the money, but you at the club every weekend. But then I look at the mama who couldn't pay me, but I understand because she's taking two buses or this and that. I'm like, okay, I got you. Thanks. Like I will always let the humble, the gratitude people, the hardworking people slide. But if I see you buying purses on me, stop it. Run me my money. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Have a good day. So, so, you, t- so you talked about um, you want to work with autistic kids in yes. the future. Yes. So as far as long term, right, where do you see your business going? Where do you see the, the A1 Fitness brand going? Where do you see yourself in the fitness industry um, long term? Okay. Well, uh, my goal is to get to the highest point I can, to, to venture out, to reach as many people as I can. And that's why I want Beyonce, because I feel like her, her standpoint in life is very strong. You're not mm-hmm. going to look at her and double guess anything. So she would be a big platform for me to get there. And then my goal is to make enough money where God would gratefully give me enough money where I don't have to work and I can give my time to people who really need me, which I want to work with overweight people, 500 plus, autistic children. These people need me. Like I, I told you, I love her day. You don't need me. You just want a smaller you know, smaller waist and a bigger booty, da, 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 da. or anybody, any girl, any guy. But these people need me. I've mm-hmm. already did two fundraising camps for autistic children and to see how these people, kids are and how they function, how they need me more than anything. He doesn't need me. You know, you, of course, you know, clans that don't need you. Right. You know what I'm so I want to work with people. I want to use my time and energy to people who really need me. So like 600 pounds, like I said, 600 pounds, autistic children, people who are in rehab, mm-hmm. things that people who are like, okay, I don't know what to do. Like autistic children, I love them to death because I noticed, you know, them being overweight. And the overweight actually percentage went up by 15% in the last two years because of the fact that parents are not caring. Mm-hmm. And I understand because they can't speak back to you. They can't tell you what they want. You're just going to hear, eat, eat this. But now knowing that now you have to pick up their underwear at that weight or dress them at that weight or wash their body at that weight. So you may think that, oh, okay, cool, go ahead and eat that. But now no, you're making your job harder right. because now this is a 24-hour child. So therefore now you, when he gets out the car, you got to get him out the car, out of his crutches at that weight. Right. So they're not thinking, oh, it's okay, cool, eat that. Nah. Because now he, like, at least us, when we get away, we don't like it. They don't right. know what's going on. Right. They're just going to eat this. And you're going to pick him off the car every day and give him his crutches and, or his wheelchair just like that. So more, you're putting more work on yourself, giving him a bath and stuff like that. And also, handling their life. You know, I don't, I don't like seeing them because it's not going to say in a way I feel like they treat them because they don't know no better. Right. Don't do that. Right. They're very talented. Very gifted. God made them for a reason. You know what I'm saying? I work with very talented. Hi. High-working, talented, uh, autistic children, and they were very, very impressive, very impressive. My first boot camp I did was just seeing—I was learning at that point, getting certified through it—seeing the levels of autistic children, and there's one that they can correspond. They don't know what a red cone is, who don't don't know what a red cone is. Just small things that I would just have them go touch the red cone, go touch the fire, but that's just a cardio. Because think about what they do: they walk into school, here comes that TA, come in, mm. go take go take them to that separate class. Right in high school, mm-hmm. and then you go to your own PE class, and you don't do nothing. You just walk around the campus, and you come back and eat your food. You know, just really just take care of them like that. When I saw them lose weight, and I did a boot camp at Sweatshop, mm-hmm. and I did it, I did it for like a couple of times. I saw them lose weight; they felt better. I got parents text me. He wants to go outside and throw the ball. He wants to go outside and walk. He's he still have heart. He's he still has a heart. At the end of the day, he still Murder. has to be. You know what I'm saying? He's still a human being. He just can't tell you that because how you feel uncomfortable, he feels twice uncomfortable. Just imagine how he feels. He can't even express himself. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's my biggest passion. And I just, I don't know what it is. I just love him. Every time I see him, I start to cry. It's just the biggest passion for them. That's a real passion. And yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know how we talked about, um, you know, scaling and things like that. Like, so you told me just now, you know, the, the end goal, right? 
But as an entrepreneur, we all know this. There always has to be an exit plan. So what's going to be, or do, do you have an idea of what your exit plan is going to be to the point where right now we all do what we have to do because we have to? Mm-hmm. Right. How do you get to that point where you're doing what you want to do because you don't have to, but because you want to? Because you love it. So what's that, what's that exit plan going to be for you? Um, well, for me, because just how the world world, uh, world revolves is money. Right. I have to just get <clears throat> comfortable. That's why I ask God, I don't need to be filthy rich. If you give me a $100,000 house, two bedroom, got one car, but if I can make sure I got food down my mouth mm-hmm. every day and I get to these clients, I'm good to go. But if you make me to enough money where I can just give my time to these people for free, mm-hmm. that's what I want to get to. So wherever God stops, wherever I feel where I'm making enough money where I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Jordan, I got to go help Austin today mm-hmm. because he needs my help. Right. And mm-hmm. I could say no to that money to go for free. Right. That's where I want to be at. I want to be there in life where, I mean, I don't know where that money's going to be at. I mean, the, the life, the world's revolving. Online. Million, million dollars ain't nothing no more. Online. online. Both yeah, of y'all. Both of y'all. Both of y'all. Online. So online. Is the online an option in the future or is that kind of yes, just sir. something? Uh, Talk I, about that. I think that. I am. I'm going to probably do the online. Um, I want to try it. Uh, especially with abs, a lot, a lot of different apps, ab circuits. Mm. I want to try to do that online stuff. Um, That'd be fire. Um, I want to create. I'm already creating my own diet plan. Um, I want to create something where a lot of people tend to think that oh, you have to put salt and anything like. With my create my diet plan, it's going to be jerk chicken, barbecue mm. chicken, yams with sugar and said I don't care because now I learned for 12 years of giving someone a diet plan. I don't care which <clears> you put <throat> on these eggs. You could throw tapatio, ketchup. Just hot sauce, whatever you want. <laughs> just give me these egg whites. Because now I learned, you was already, like I said, telling my client that you was already dipping the fries and ranch anyway. You was already dipping your burger and barbecue sauce anyway. So I'm, I'm already <laughs> taking, you know what I'm saying? So stop playing me. So now let's just take this six ounce of chicken breast and dip it in some barbecue. Get your right. black pepper on top of the broccoli and get right. the brown rice. If, if my five portions on the plate are healthy, I'm not going to lose. And I have not lost yet on my diet plan. Right. I let all my clients, if you see this ketchup on top of the egg whites, um, barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's what I need to it. do. I don't care what you do because I'm taking you already from saturated fats and processed foods to whole cooked foods. Mm. That's uh, carbohydrates, proper carbohydrates. So I don't care if you're dipping it in ranch. Like so my client said, I have to have my chicken breast in ranch. And can I make fried fish? I'm like, bitch, run it. Right. Run fried fish. <laughs> <laughs> fried fish you won't. But just make sure I get my broccoli and my steamed rice. Right. Or Because if the four portions of the food or three portions of the food are healthy, I'm not losing. Right. The sauce, I can get off of you. That's 20 minutes in sauna. Right. right. Easy. Give me some more water. Give me two of these. The right. sauce is gone. Okay? Interesting. So I just want to base my diet plan people to be comfortable eating it. Make you feel like you're making it at home. But just they don't understand. You don't have to do salt or black pepper. No, you can eat how you want to eat. You want a Parmesan chicken? Run Parmesan chicken. But you're still going to have broccoli and brown rice? Mm. That's fine. Run Balance. It. You can have ribs. I don't care. But brown, brown rice, broccoli. Give me something. Don't give me fried fries or fr- french fries or something like that's going to what you're going to get at a restaurant. Of course, that's not a diet then. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? That you just go to a restaurant at that point. Right. So, yeah, that's my diet plan. I'm, I'm going to make my clients eat. And I do. I let them eat what they want, just structure in my clients. I'm sorry, add whatever uh, condiments they want onto their food, but right. you just got to make sure these four things are on your plate. I don't care how you cook them. Yeah, I do egg whites, That's game right salt, there, man. pepper. I don't care how you I'll cook be, them. I just scarf them. Yeah. Got to. Got to just eat them. My clients are like, please, would you get me if I threw a drown in a I'm like, tapa tío. <laughs> hey, I'm about to start putting the ketchup on there. there. Hey, my thing is sriracha. sriracha. I don't that's care what shit. you do. Man, that's Cam's that's favorite thing, boy. Yeah, she loves shit, some man. sriracha, man. Yeah. Where do you see the fitness industry going in the future? Mm. Your thoughts on that? Well, I feel like it's expanding just because we got so many trains from quarantine. <laughs> I don't know where. Um, but like I said, they're going to fall off the totem tree. Like, right. they're just going to. 
they're gonna eventually fall off because you ain't gonna have the work ethic as us. You ain't gonna have the knowledge as us. You still gonna stick in your kitchen with them underwear on and bending over with your little bands. Okay? <laughs> so that's what you about to do. And you're gonna keep making them videos. So that's fine. I got you. All right. That's your that's your little thing. That's fine. So that's your niche. But that's where, like I said, separate the cream from the crop. Right. Where you're not gonna you're not gonna be knowledgeable. No, no Beyonce is gonna look at you. No black China's like, oh, okay, because keep in mind, even though it's not there's levels to celebrities, levels to everything, every celebrity knows they've been through trainers. Yeah. So when I went to China, she's like, Oh yeah, she knows she's talking about. Yeah. She's ran through trainers. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand when I big baby, my NBA clients. Oh, okay, we know that she don't know. She's doing the same thing when my coach is doing at the Clippers. Hell yeah. so, so they recognize, especially that's another, that's how I knew, matter of fact, that I knew I was getting better. When I had NBA clients, NBA NFL clients, and I was doing things off of my like the sauna workout, they're like, oh yeah, she knows she's talking about. That's why I knew because I'm comparing myself to a high level trainer. And right. you're a hooper too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. y'all, y'all connect on that level. Automatically. Yep. So where can we find you, Reed? A one fit underscore A one fit. Um, that's on Instagram. I'm trying to build it back up. I got hacked, y'all. Don't click the email that says Instagram on your DM. Okay, oh, I did it. That's gonna get her verified. Oh. It's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> it jack your whole thing. I just took my whole thing. I sent my email, and that was it. So I started over. It's underscore a one fit. Okay, man. We appreciate you. We appreciate you coming through, man. Dropping some gems on us. Yes, indeed, man. You can follow us at Gems the Podcast on all social platforms. You can follow. Jordan at Jordan Cozy. Jordan Cozy. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, comment on Please. all our videos. Keep tapping in with us. And you can follow me on Instagram and all social platforms at Project Mac. James the Podcast. Man, we out this thing. See you later. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hell yeah. Perfect. I like that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah.